to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, episodes 33 through to 35. Now, Chris, <laughs> we're <laughs> in the final run-in. Where would you like to start? Well, Dave, it's got to be... The dinner party. And I've got to say, we, we, we alluded to this last week, but Olivia is Olivia and she's horrible and we're going to talk about her as usual. But I think Tamara's been worse this last week or so, Dave. I think they've yeah. either edited out her to be the baddie and they've gone with the Olivia story, which has been absolute gold TV, let alone morally disgraceful, but just brilliant TV. And I know this stuff we're going to talk about here today again, but Tamara has just been awful. I think I've said before, Brent is a firecracker. I'm sure he stoked the flame slightly, but the way she looks down on him is fucking downright disgraceful. I just do not like this girl. And she's got such a high opinion of herself. It's unfucking believable for me. Well, we'll get on to the commitment ceremonies later and there, there was a bit of a punching in in the air kind of moment there yeah. um but i mean just on the on the dinner party actually if if we talk a little bit about cody and selena because what unfolded and, and i know charlene was saying guys you've got to do a single episode on this but we just we just haven't had time i think with the dinner party she's almost inadvertently stoked the flames because she being Selena, because it starts off and she's feeling quite bad about the whole naked photo of Dom thing and her part in it. And she feels quite bad. And, you know, she's obviously down about it and actually goes and apologizes to Dom and, you know, fair play to her. I think yeah. for whatever reason, this whole group, has just got a fucking blind spot for morality. And, you know, Selena's the only one, it seems, who, you know, we know at the time people like Ella, Mitch, uh, Brent, you know, they, they they were saying it was wrong initially last week, but everyone else, see, or a lot of other people were just like, yeah, what's your problem? You put it out there on the internet. Again, don't get it. Why are they not calling out the fact that it's behind a paywall? Some off there. But, um, she goes and apologizes and that just seems to piss off the girls in particular, Tamara and Olivia. And I, I think you're right. I think Olivia, we know how she's going to be. She was just horrid. She wasn't any more or any less this week, but I think Tamara has been able to keep a lid on that horrible part of her character for a few weeks and whether it's edited out or she just has been trying to keep that bit of her down um, I'm not sure, but I thought in the the last episodes of 32, when they had the girls and boys nights out, I thought she was horrible there. And she just continued on this week. And, you know, she's been consistently horrible to Brent for a, a bit of time now. But then I, I, the way she's going at Dom, you know, she's, she's a proper, you know, she's properly in Olivia's camp here that, you know, Olivia's, uh, sorry, Dom is shit house, And like, even calling out the fact, why, why, Selena, are you apologizing? What are you apologizing oh, for? Oh, my God. That's fucking horrible, wasn't it? Oh, Dave, you know what? And I'm so glad you brought that up because they were the two things that really made my blood boil was, you know, Selena's obviously one of these people who goes with the peer pressure, doesn't she? She's obviously done this all her life. She doesn't like offending anyone. She's she's a nice person, but she's quite weak-minded in the way she... Not weak-minded, but the way the girls have overpowered her. So anyone who's dominating, like Olivia, Tamara, they just hate Dom. And it's been quite interesting because Tamara had never given off these vibes that she hated Dom from what we'd seen until this last you know couple of weeks. It had been all about Olivia and her... And when she whispered to her, why have you fucking apologised? I'm like, you fucking yeah. bastard. That is horrible. And then a bit later on, when Dom and Jack are having this truth thing, 
she's there and the, the very good camera work. And she's like, well, why have you? And I'm like, what the fuck? You're treating Brent like a piece of shit still. Yeah. You've got an opinion on, on Dom and Jack's relationship. Who the fuck are you? And she did that in the last episode when she was getting all high and mighty about Dion and fucking Carolina. No fan of Carolina yeah. at all. But it's like, you, you're you not the person to be taking the moral fucking high ground now. You need to fuck right off. So I was, I was my blood was boiling with it with some of her comments so snipey and bitchy and obviously olivia's just got fucking resting bitch face for the whole any dialogue with dom or the they, they shone the spotlight on dom and jack she fucking hates it and she is not a poker player at all no i mean she but she ah oh, she fucking kids herself i think into believing what she's saying sometimes she'll go into a dinner party and she'll say i just hope there's no drama i hope you know dom doesn't go after me or whatever and then it's her she just can't fucking help herself and when dom's speaking she's just like not saying any words but you can read it in her face i want to stick a fucking knife in you (laughs) she absolutely (laughs) hates her to their very core and she just can't fucking shut her mouth up. But fucking no nuts, fucking Jackson does my head in, Chris. Yes. He fucking does my head in because he absolutely enables her. He doesn't realize it probably, but he would have been able to, if he was more forceful and just said, look, I am not into this at all. If you want to do this, I'm going to fucking sit over there because I'm not having any part of this. That would have shut Olivia up. Because it's when Jack, when she actually has the fear that Jackson may be gone for longer than a toilet break. Right? <laughs> That's when she actually has a bit of self-realization and she thinks, oh shit, maybe, maybe I've gone too far now. Yeah. But the fact that he's like, Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't don't do that, please. And he's like, fucking me, <laughs> just fucking grow some balls and fucking speak your mind. But I Honestly, Chris, I'd have to say, and and I feel a bit bad because I think Jackson at his core is just a a very nice person, but he's pissing me off by not standing his ground. And and like I say, by not standing his ground there, he's enabling everything that Olivia's doing. Yeah, and you're right, because their relationship, whether they're together or not, even now, it's going to be dictated by Olivia and how her mood is, how she perceives any conversation i'm pretty certain she's going to be the type of person who's going to be going through his facebook messages and instagram uh, probably instagram Dave, i'm showing our age now but probably instagram and whatever dms he's going to get she on myspace MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> msn messenger day yeah. <laughs> he'll be in the aol chat rooms yeah. <laughs> 56k download uh, upload but but no she she will be she'll be vetting everything this guy does and it do, i don't think with someone like olivia there's no She's not going to change. She's not going to change. I mean, anybody, we said this last episode, but anybody who's proud of the fact that she holds a grudge, fuck me, you are not in a stable. Yeah, it's just not, it's just not normal behavior, unfortunately. But I think, I think the thing is as well, it's like, when you look at the dynamics with Jackson is, and I agree with you, I think, I think morally, he's a good guy. I think, I think as a person, he's got, there's a nice demeanour about him, which is probably the yin and yang that makes them work or, or seems to work on TV. But you're right. He's got a holder accountable. I know he says a few things about her and saying like, you know, this has got to stop if you fall out with my friends in one of the later episodes. But it's still, it's still not enough for me. He, he should lay it on the line and go, if this carries on, because you can clearly see every time she does this, he's eye rolling. He's embarrassed. I mean, he even admitted Mm. that he sided with Dom on one of them. And you can clearly see that because he was talking to the judges, Olivia was like, who the fuck are you? You're going against me. And he's probably had to sit there and listen to these two hour monologues from fucking Olivia, how much she hates Dom and Dom's this and no, this is why I acted like this. And then the next minute he's saying, well, actually I can totally sympathize with why Dom and Jack are upset or whatever, but he doesn't, hold her to task. I think she would get more respect out of him if he actually 
proper laid into her and just said, this is unacceptable. I'm not being associated with somebody else with my wife. You are not taking my name if you're going to be like this, if you're going to be so horrible, because it, it's just weird. It's weird. And, and it, to be honest, it's quite unsettling, really, to know that someone has gone through life so bitter at everything. It's, uh, I don't know how you hold on to that bitterness, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's got to, at some point, get over that. Again, I keep going back to this thing that, you know, she she's claimed that she's just the victim of a bad edit. And it's like, well, no, you said this shit and they showed that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the start, middle and end of it. If you don't like the way you come across, don't fucking say those things. Maybe keep them in your internal voice, even if you are. But I, I, again, I, I still think if Jackson was more kind of forthcoming about I am not happy with this. Instead of saying it to the cameras, and I'd be intrigued what she actually thought watching these episodes back, because he was saying a lot more about how he was unhappy with her, her behavior to the cameras than he ever did to her. Even in front of the judges, when he was saying, you know, he wasn't happy with some of the, the way she handled some of the situations, that was a watered down version of how he was in front of the, the cameras. Like, so... I, I just, yeah, again, we've ended up on Olivia and Jackson again, haven't we? It's, it's hard to avoid them. But um, again, I think you're talking about blood boiling. I think it was when, in particular, you know, I, I think the thing that Tamara and Olivia didn't like about Selena's apology, they were both together, you know, like, again, proper fucking high school bully and stuff, whispering in the corner of the table, oh, no, you know, it's given Dom all the ammunition she needs. She's going to play the victim now and milk it for all that it's worth. And it's like, you pair of fucking bellends. You're absolutely horrible, horrible human beings. And, I, again, I think our soul of the week, I, I, I think it's a tie. I think... Tamara's uh, putting a late spurt there, but I, I'm not sure I can separate the pair of them. And again, I think Tamara, the way she's, she is towards Dom is horrible, but you know, the way she is, it comes out, doesn't it? About how she was speaking at the, the girls night, Dom throws fucking Tamara under the bus. But you know, she's, I think before that Brent had said about how he's sorry, you know, he didn't handle the whole photo thing. Well, and so I sort of read that as Dom was like, again, just sort of being honest um, and saying about some of the horrible things Samara was saying, you know, hasn't got a clue what he's he does for a living. Th she thinks he waits tables. Chris, I, I don't know why Tamara thinks she's this fucking high-powered businesswoman. <laughs> she's, yes. she's an office assistant for an estate agent. I mean, I, it's not like she's fucking Elon Musk or anything. But she's really, she's got this kind of superiority complex above certain people. I think Dom, she sees as this bogan. Brent, she sees as this waiter. And even if she did see people like that, but, but not fucking treat people like they're pieces of shit. I, I, think, I think it's unforgivable for me, just the way she is. And yeah. Uh, I just fucking can't stand the pair of them, to be honest. Yeah, and, and and it's funny, you know, because when... I did think it was a bit weird, though, Dave, when Dom and Jack were talking, and it was like, do you see a future? And Dom did this pause. And I kept thinking, is this a production thing? Have they just, like, laid into it? And then Tamara's like, oh, 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 you know, because she didn't answer straight away. And I'm like, yeah, why yeah. are you being like this? Just stop being... Uh, it's weird. It's weird. Um, Have you noticed, I, though? I mean, they, they both do it. It's kind of like this very passive-aggressive um, way of dealing with Dom. So Tamara and Olivia, it's, it's like this. I, I'm going to sit back, and I'm just going to take these pot shots. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not bothering you, is it? All right, okay. It's like this oozing with sarcasm. And it's fucking winding me up so much. But I tell you, I, 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 Olivia in particular has been past the line for a long time now. What did you think, though? The way she's trying to attack Olivia, but because of what Olivia said 
to to Brent about what Tamara had said, Olivia decides to throw it out there that uh, in week two, I think it was, um, it seems like Jack wasn't wasn't performing, and so in front of the whole group, basically says that uh, he's he, he's a little bit quick off the mark. <laughs> <laughs> And as Dave, and as the great John McLean says to Al, you know, his friend, Al Powell, who comes to uh, see what's going on at Nakatomi Building, welcome to the party, pal, because <laughs> Dave, it doesn't just happen to Jack, it happens to the best of us, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, it's just, it's so, the thing is, obviously, at that point, Dom and, and Livia, or Dom and, with the girls, thought there was, there was, like, trust, and then trust of, you know, he wouldn't, reveal that that's just fucking horrible again and you're bringing jack yeah. into it now as well it's like there is no boundaries with olivia is it anything to win a bit of leverage just belittle it's just bullying it's out and out bullying and, and i still the only thing i hold to task we've said about john stepping up alessandra they've all stepped up in this series with little things and we've, we've praised them quite rightly but why is no one picking up on this bullying, Dave? I mean, Beck was like that last season. I mean, Bryce was a complete mm. bastard. He was a complete twat. But obviously, Melissa didn't deserve that. And, and she had a couple of, like, flashpoints. One where she just had enough of everyone, didn't she? And we could all see mm. what Bryce was, but they're the only ones who are together now. They've got twins. You know, whatever we think, there is a working relationship. I'm pretty sure it's all on Bryce's terms, Dave, but they are together and she had so many insecurities and Beck was horrible and that was all deflecting from what she was doing I just I, I cannot believe that they've let this go so far because the Tamara stuff's bullying sniping at her in the background and stuff and Dom's fiery they're just trying to get a reaction aren't they it's that typical oh what's up with you you know when they've like absolutely gaslit mm. them for an hour and someone should have stepped in someone should have stepped in and and told them to fucking rein it in otherwise they're going to be in trouble what they haven't look great tv again but i think i was gonna say <laughs> we, sort of, we, we sort of want that but we sort of love it as well don't we i mean yeah it's it, it sort of what makes this the best tv show um in terms of what we're covering at the minute i i just don't think there is anything better and although it's uncomfortable to watch when you when you place this in real life you know, you just think, how are some human beings behaving this way? But uh, it's a fine line, isn't it? Because we don't really want them all just sitting, having a chat, having a bit of cheese with their wine and, and discussing how great their marriages are. We sort of love the <laughs> drama of it. And, um, you know, again, I, I felt sorry for Brent. You know, he'd, he'd got to the point with Tamara where she's just consistently just belittling him all the time just getting on at him doesn't understand what he does for a job and like he just loses it in the end and, and you've said a few times now he's a bit of a firecracker but i don't know i i see it differently i'd see that he's just constantly fucking undermined and uh, you know you can't put up with that, that shit consistently i i think he bites his lip bites his lip bites his lip and then at some point, he just can't do it anymore. And then he has a, a bit of a blowout. And you see when eventually she's like, oh, I don't know. What do you do? Wait tables or something. <laughs> he yeah. just fucking throws the ring at her. And that was the, that was the, uh, that was the warm up for, for a blowout that comes out later. But, you know, I did, did enjoy that. And, but he walked out, not Bryce style where it's like, look, look, I'm going to, I'm going to walk out where, oh no, I'm back. I'm back. He proper walked out and, uh, you know, Jack had a word with him, but that was it. That was him done for the night. Yeah, and, and I think that was right. I mean, the VT, when you watch it in the next episode, it just looks so brutal, didn't it? It's like, it was so ridiculous. And I, I'm with you. I like Brent a lot, Dave. I know I say about a firecracker, but I just think he's a good guy. I think he speaks really elegantly. He's, he's very good the way he yeah. delivers his, his lines and everything. I think he's got a good foundation. His mum and dad, they seem really, really good people. And 
for someone who waits tables, Dave, the pictures we've seen, because you sent it me when he sat he's with Will Smith and everything. Yeah, it could have been a one-off picture. Maybe quite appropriate. He's with Will Smith, Dave, after this week's antics at the Oscars. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I've, you know, I've just heard as well. I don't know if you've seen this, but apparently, you know, when he slapped Chris Rock, Will Smith, they actually the Academy asked him to leave, and he wouldn't leave. Now, I've been a massive Will Smith fan since I was a kid. Fresh Prince is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. I absolutely love that show. Uncle Phil, everything. There's some proper tear-jerking episodes. I watch it at least once a year. I love that show. But I think Will Smith, and I've watched his channel for ages, YouTube channel. Will Smith is a fucking bellend, Dave. I've gone right off him after all that. What a narcissist. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say on that. I mean, utterly shocking. You know, we were chatting about it quite a lot, weren't we? Uh, you yeah. know, the day after, and, and like there was speculation, wasn't there? Is this, is this just a setup? You know, viewing figures for the Oscars have been down and everything recently, and is this all just set up? You know, this wrestling slap kind of thing. But um, I, I just don't know what to make of it. I mean, the thing is, it was a shit joke. Yes, it was, and. You know, I saw Russell Kane. I, I don't know if you follow him. I, I do I, know who he is, yeah. I him and he's like, you know, he said, with comedians, there's a there's an unwritten rule. There's a bit of solidarity, you know, so we don't like, you know, the, the joke is sacred. But he said, but, you know, bit of a tip for Chris Rock. If someone's there in the front row with, uh, you know, no hair or anything and, uh, you know, looking quite ill and in a wheelchair, obviously he was, he was extending it a little bit. He was saying, yeah, probably best to avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think they all just come off quite badly out of it. And I, I'd like to wait a little bit more before I, I know, because that is not, the Will Smith that we've known for, you know, most of our, well, all of our adult lives. We both love Fresh Prince, don't we? Yeah. You know, and he, he's been in various things and you see him outside and there's obviously been issues going on outside of the public eye as well, um, you know, that have been well documented with his marriage and stuff. So it, it just seems very weird. But I must admit, over the last week, I have heard a few things which, you know, just make it it seem a bit, bit like tomorrow. Just seems like he feels a bit better, a bit superior to everyone else. No, I, don't, I don't like that. No, no, I don't. And I've got I've gone off piece there with this one. But you're right. I, the, the, the joke was shit. It wasn't funny. Did he know the background? I don't know. Either way. He could have shouted at him, like, you know, like he said, you know, take my wife's um, name out of your mouth or whatever he was saying, you know, and he was swearing at him and stuff. Yeah, That's no yeah, problem yeah. with that. Tell him, you know, you're out of order or get up and point and say, stop it, you know, whatever. But you don't go and slap someone. That, and, and then what makes it worse for me, Dave, and I've, like I said, I've always been a massive fan, is it's the fucking five-minute monologue award thing he said. And he got a stand innovation from all weird, these other self-obsessed right, that, wankers. That is fucking tone deaf, I think, yeah. from Hollywood. Someone's yeah. just got up and smacked someone. If a member of the public did that, they'd be fucking in jail that night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was just, it was weird, I thought, to give him that speech because he apologized to the Academy, apologized to, you know, the uh, his other nominees. Not to Chris Rock. He's just no. smacked him in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And, and like you say, if he'd have got up, took the mic off Chris Rock and said, look, you know, uh, don't appreciate that. My wife is going through this thing. You know, again, uh, I, I didn't realize this. Who knows if Chris Rock knew it, but apparently she does suffer with alopecia. So, you know, it is an actual medical condition. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. So, you know, it probably hit a note there, but there's a way to fucking handle it without fucking smacking him. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, exactly. He didn't know there was yeah. a video of him singing Let's Get Jiggy with it with his Oscar Dave afterwards. He didn't seem that fucking upset. But, um, <laughs> narcissistic. I, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so bad. It's just all very weird, very weird. So I, I don't know. Um, like I say, I'm, I'm intrigued as to where this goes over the next week, you know, and what actually comes out but it does seem a, a bit strange look the academy's fucking awarded people for worse things than smacking someone in the mouth 
Oh, not for well. that, but you know, put up with it. <laughs> you look at fucking Roman Polanski. You know, well. he still won his Oscar. You know, despite what he done, and and so. I don't know how much moral high ground the the Academy Awards people have got to uh, have got to sit on here. Well, well, and you're right. And my last statistic on this, Dave, is they're looking at possibly taking the one Oscar off Will Smith, but no one's took the 81 that Harvey Weinstein's got, Dave. But there you go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, exactly. Uh, your moral compasses yeah. with these fuckers. But anyway, we've gone right off piste anyway, Dave. So sorry about that. But yeah. what I would, what I was laughing about is when we got to like the, because it was only a three episode of this week, was Jackson's talking about Olivia to the camera in the next episode. And he says, Look, you know, I'm a bit concerned about the way she reacts in my fingers, but if this is the normal, I'm not going to be with her. And I'm like, hello, fucking McFly. How much fucking warning do you know do you need having spent so much time with this girl that this is the normal, this is what you're getting yeah. for the rest of your life? The fucking butcher gives her one slice of fucking ham less than that. Well, that's him off the list. He's fucking, she'll be after him forever in a day. She'll be sending him to trading standards or someone cuts her up at a fucking roundabout and she's going to hunt them down. Down. She is just an absolute nutcase, unfortunately. We're going to avoid that term. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently she has, I, I was reading somewhere that, that she has lost a job as a teaching assistant. And, uh, you know, you don't want to see people normally out of a job, but fucking, yeah, <laughs> I don't think you want her. Anywhere near teaching kids, not fucking from anything that we've seen at all. Uh, utter toxic person, I, I think. So, yeah. I mean, what have you got anything else on the dinner party? I mean, it, again, it was the kind of Dom versus uh, Tamara and Olivia thing mostly, wasn't it? No, no, and we've took well, we've Brent and Tamara at the end, but that was it really. I think, oh, yeah, yeah. it laid into that. Oh, it's a- I tell you what else, actually, you've got um, this was the first real blowout, like proper blowout that Ella and oh, Mitch, Mitch had, wasn't it? Yes, sorry, yes. Um, I've I've got I'm conflicted on this, Dave. I'm I'm conflicted. So so I think he's I don't know if he's ever seen this show before, but his behaviour has been completely off the wall. At times, some of his his reactions and the way he speaks to Ella, like I'm not moving. If you want, if you really want me, you've got to come to me. I think he's been disrespectful. I think Ella's lovely. I think she's one of the nicest contestants on the show. I really do. I think she's kind-hearted. Um, yeah, you know she is. She's all in. And Mitch has just been very arrogant. Like you say, he's the fucking drummer out of Bross, or he's one of the Goss brothers, whoever he is. <laughs> but but he is. The, his behavior is very very unusual. However. And it was a blow up. It was a blow up. They opened the separate ways. I have an opinion on what his decision was at the commitment ceremony. I don't know if you want to jump to that or you want to say a bit more before I talk about that. Yeah, I mean, let's jump around. We're covering all three. So we, we broadly go through in order, but but let, let's stick with them because when we've seen Mitch have his little tantrums in the past, you know, and he said to Ella, oh, you know, maybe that's just your own insecurities and he's got his fucking porn uh, app on his phone and stuff. She she just rolls over, doesn't she? She just accepts it. And this, the dinner party was the first time where you saw her say kind of, you know, I've had enough. And and so I was quite happy that she actually did that because I've got to be honest, Chris, I, I think Mitch has just been a massive fucking tool. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so, Dave. I think I think he's just there's an arrogance in it. It's like a, a real weird barometer the way he approaches life and, and and everything. But what what it sounds bad. This I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stick up for him. Or maybe I'm but. slightly Dave. But there's a but. <laughs> When he was doing his speech, so Ella went all in, didn't she? And they did this this real lovely setting in like a little forest and everything. And um, when they're chatting away, I don't think what he said was wrong, you know. I think that because these shows, they expect you to go off, don't you? And you love each other and blah, blah, blah. And then a month later, you get the old, we've, we've decided to go away. Like Love Island, you know, the last week is absolute shit. And everyone just loves each other because they're trying to win the money. And there's no there's no win at the end of this money-wise or anything. But if he was going with the show and he was producer-led, he'd have done a great speech, they'd have hugged each other and then give it a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're splitting up. 
I think he's just like, I don't give a fuck when I'm on TV. He's mentioned it a few times, like the cameras are everywhere, blah, blah, blah. We've, we've poked fun saying, hello, you know, you're on this TV show. And I think he was being honest. He's like, I don't want to commit to something I'm not ready to do. I don't know how you saw that, Dave. I think he's been a complete knob with Ella loads of times. I'm not condoning that, but I just thought this was him being completely honest. Not like most of the other contestants who are happy to bunk up with the others just to go for the, you know, the okay deal at the end of it and stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's how I saw it anyway. I don't know. I think he has rebelled against the fact that he's on a reality TV show at the end of the day, hasn't he? You know, he's like, God, I I walked out the room and there was cameras there. You're on a reality TV show, you dick. That's just what you signed up for. (laughs) What did you think you were signing up for a dating site? And then you just walk off. I, I, I don't know. I, I I could talk about some potential spoilers here, but um, I know them as well. But I, let's not. <laughs> if you, yeah. So should we yeah. say it now, or should we leave it to the end? Um, I suppose it depends if people listening have have, have seen them. I've seen the spoilers. YouTube I don't is know. a nightmare, it, it, basically. Yeah. So it's like I tell you what, because it might happen in the reunion next week. So let's okay. let's avoid the spoilers. But I don't know. I, I didn't see it like that. I The thing is, for the show, you've got to buy into this concept that the commitment ceremony is the forever thing. You know, so they've been, quote, unquote, married, but not married. And the yeah. commitment ceremony is, you know, forever or break up. Well, life doesn't quite happen like that. <laughs> you know, they'll stay together maybe, um, if, if they do stay together, well, it, they've still got like every fucking day that for the rest of their lives to decide are they right for each other or not. It, it's yeah. not a forever thing. So I just think, I, I just think he was disrespecting Ella, quite honestly. You know, he could have just played along for the commitment ceremony, said, you know, let's give it another couple of weeks. Probably you know, it hadn't helped after this blowout. I mean, they, they don't resolve conflict at all, do they? That, that is the main problem. When he has his little tantrums, Ella just rolls over. That's that's what we'd seen up until that last dinner party. You know, she, he won't even entertain the idea. Would, would I move to, was it Melbourne? I, I think yeah. she, where she is. And he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not moving there. Um, everything is kind of on his terms. And, where I will say and I agree, I think he was right. Yeah, he's he's not right for her. Yeah. So I, I do think he got that bit right. Um, but I think I was just disappointed, to be honest, because I wanted her to, to have that moment where she has that realization that, you know, all of this is me making compromises. Even when you're saying, oh, let's, let's give it 48 hours or I'm just going to walk out the experiment. You know, everything is on his terms. And I just wanted something to be on her terms, but it wasn't. She was saying, you know, she's prepared to see how it goes for a little bit longer. So again, she even she wasn't buying into the, is it forever or is it nothing? Whereas he sort of snatched that away from her and just said, yeah, I'm not the right person for you. See you yeah. later. That's fair enough, Dave. That's fair enough. I'll t- I tell you who did piss me off Dave he's coding Selena go to Selena's house and I have a big <laughs> fucking to do with her mum now I, I'm not I'm not a fan of Cody I think when he does that stupid grin and he's gaslighting her and he like the joke thing he tried with the outfit and he's been disrespectful she just wants to be loved she's told him on numerous occasions I am all in in the previous episode he did say you're my girlfriend he didn't say he loved her but he didn't he didn't sort of you know what I mean? He's just a weird together. You're my girl. You know, you're cute and all this, but they go to a house and I'm not being funny, Dave. Obviously a mum doesn't like Cody and I'm not saying she's wrong because he's done some questionable things towards Selena. I think Selena's lovely and, and he's been a knob with her, a complete knob, but he falls over and, and it looks a bit of a setup. He drops a plate or a cup, whatever it is. Sorry, but a China cup and everything. He drops it, smashes it. And from that one interaction, the mum is like mystic fucking Meg. And she's like, well, I can clearly see that. Because you've dropped this mug, you're clumsy, which means that in life you do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, 
how have you come to that? Because he might have been panicking and he just fell over. Like I said, I thought it was a bit of a setup, but I didn't find her reasoning to say, Cody, I don't like you. You're a bell end, which is what she probably wanted to say. So she got the, we got this whole monologue. And I'm not a fan of Cody at all. I don't think he's right for Selena, but I was just like, he's never going to win. But what I did was, Dave, I felt sorry for Selena because it looked like a mum. And she said about the dad, well, like your dad goes to his shed out there. You know, he doesn't know how to communicate <laughs> yeah. or something. I'm thinking, by the looks of it, nobody's allowed to communicate in that house. And Selena's never been with anybody because I think whoever she's been with, this is my opinion, she has always said they're not good, good enough for her. So whether it's a, she's trying to keep her within the family circle, she's worried about her branching out, but it seemed to me like the mum was stifling her a little bit. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to come down on the mum quite as hard as you, but probably because I dislike Cody a bit more than oh, you, like maybe. Him, yeah. yeah, I don't like him, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I do think her mum comes across as someone who is not slow about coming forward with her opinions. Yes. <laughs> and I think the, the dad going out to the shed, that shed is probably his solace. <laughs> it's probably his. Like, I don't, who knows what he does in there, but he's just. I'm going to get out of here, right? Because <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. So she does seem a little bit overbearing. And and I don't know, was it just from that single interaction? Who knows how long they'd, you know, been at the at the house all day and whatever. And that, so maybe it, it's not just from that single thing of breaking the cup. It's just from spending time with him. Because, you know, the vibe he gives off for me is someone who thinks he's 21. Yes. And it's like, look, you're a 31-year-old bloke, mate. Are you actually going to fucking grow up? I'm sure I'm sure it was this episode 34 where he describes himself as a kid or, or you know, the, him and Selena as the kids or something like that. And it's like, but you're not, mate. You're 31. And so that fucking shit-eating grin that he walks around constantly with, it just makes me think that he's just... We know that he's emotionally stunted. We see that, you know, but I, I just think he's failed to actually grow up. I think from his interactions with his family, you saw that, you know, basically it, it looked like something out of Victorian times. <laughs> you, know, like no you know, men aren't supposed to show emotion or anything like that. But then I think when he's away from the family, he's just this massive kid. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I was siding with the mum on this one. Well, get out, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm not accepting yeah. that. But no, no, I, I get it. I understand. I understand that. I, I can see it from, I can see it from both sides. But I mean, I don't mind. I've got a great relationship with my, my mother-in-law, Dave. So it's not like she gave me a grilling and I'm, I'm, I'm bearing scars from that. She'd probably stick up for me over Sam. But uh, there you go. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Dave. The, the one There was a couple of telling things was... Olivia and Jackson had their sort of final ceremony, didn't they? And they, they, they did the old, you know, we want to be together. But I was fucking cringing, thinking, oh, dear, was when Olivia said she loved him and he said he wasn't there yet. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Didn't like that, that, did that. she? <laughs> no, and I, and I was like, oh, and I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. I mean, she seemed to <laughs> accept it, Dave, but I was like, oh, dear. So I don't know. They might still be together. Yeah. And it, it, it's all thingy. But I, I, I did say to Sam, I would have thought he would have said he loved her by now. The amount of time they spent together, the, the, the dialogue that they've said. And then I'm thinking, is he playing Olivia? Is this all a big ruse till after the show and he's going to get rid of her? Because... I don't understand. They have had such a, I and mean, it's up to you. It's personal choice. Some people find it hard to say they love you. I love you or whatever. I totally understand that. Everyone's different. An older generation, it was so difficult for people to tell the kids, wives, husbands, or whoever that I get that. Um, but it just didn't play true to what we'd seen on the show. And it sort of knocked me back. I was like, Oh, here we go. But they did say they were committed together, didn't they? And sort of rode off into the sunset. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a weird one. I, I agree, because you sort of think to put up with all that shit of Olivia, basically, well, throughout the experiment, he's got to love her, surely, to put up with that shit. Because if he didn't, what are you putting up with it for? Yeah. So I thought there was a slim chance that he might actually wake up and see, you know, this, this does not have a happy ending. You know what? These two might actually stay together 
for a few years. And what Jackson's worried about is, you know, if she has a grudge against his friends or something like that. But what what about if she takes a dislike to his mum yeah. or, or just him at some point? I mean, I, th- I think she's so emotionally uh, dependent on him. I, I thought it was chilling a few times when she was talking about how, um, you know, there'd be massive heartbreak if, you know, if he decided not to stay with her. I, I thought, I thought the words that were coming out of her mouth, you know, if maybe if they were from a different person, you'd be thinking, oh, that's sweet. You know, they're so invested in this. But I found it proper Glenn Close style chilling. <laughs> you know, just needed some horror music to, to accompany Olivia's words. But, um, yeah, I do think it's weird that he says he doesn't love her. I, I, I don't know what's going on there, but the way he's kind of just passively brushed off uh, these things and, and maybe, you know, deep down, maybe he doesn't really like Dom. So he's kind of almost excusing that behavior because he thinks, yeah, she's fucking, she's a bit of an arsehole. I wouldn't behave that way, but you know, I, I can, I can kind of see where Olivia's just been pushed to this brink. And even in Olivia's apology, she wasn't, actually she wasn't really taking accountability she was almost saying you know you've seen the worst of me you know when i've been pushed to the brink kind of thing so she wasn't really taking accountability for her part in it all she was making excuses for it so i just think these two might stay together but it's not going to end well no no i don't think it's going to end well at all dave and before we get on to the it didn't end well. Let's just do the lovey-dovey bit out of the way because there's one, Dom and Jack, there was the willy won't they? Are they going to commit? I don't know if it was a bit of like foreshadowing to the TV because we're like, oh, like we said with Tamara, she's going to, anyway, they then decide that they're going to be together, Dave. She wrecks the dress. She wrecks everything. Um, and they all go off happy. And I was, I was happy with them. I was, I was, I was really happy for him to be fair. I don't know whether it'll yeah. last, but he deserved that. Jack deserved it. Dom deserved it. Uh, it was it was nice. I think. I think it ended that the end of the week well. Yeah, I, I I'm afraid I, I'd really want these two to work. Uh, not I would. I I do. Again, I don't really hold out that much hope. Um, some of the things she was saying about being in a relationship and you know it sounded like she'd gone into a marriage knowing that it wasn't quite right you know a first marriage I mean yeah and then she's having similar kind of doubts about Jack but you know she's she's gone ahead with it which I was happy for um but I don't know I just I think the physical intimacy might prove to be a a bit of a problem for them Uh, I think she clearly really values that highly and i think jack's a bit more laid back about it so i i, I don't know i i hope these two stay together but i just yeah I've, I've got doubts yeah i'm with you dave i think i think um it was a big story for them until the olivia situation and that's when they pulled rank didn't they and he, he really stood in especially when they did the retreat thing that's when he really stepped up with her because he had been a bit vague and yeah she she obviously wants that physical relationship and he like you say he's sort of like yeah yeah you know so it's usually the way around isn't it yeah if you think about it it's more um they jack and dom got stronger because of the conflict and and the fact that jack was really a rock for olivia uh, olivia for dom because that day when she smashed the glass in the evening wasn't that the same day in the in the couple's retreat where she was going on about Jack basically being a bit shit and not not doing his job uh, in the bedroom <laughs> to the girls <laughs> and Jack heard everything and so you know they'd had a bit of a set to earlier in the day and then at the dinner party that's when it all um, Olivia was going on about your voices this and that and. Dom ends up smashing the glass. So I, I do think all those events kind of played into what happened in the evening. But before it all started off with, you know, 
Dom versus the group. I, I thought Jack and Dom were not going that well. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. Completely with you, Dave. I think you're right. I, I think it it wasn't, the, and that's what I mean. Like you say that that retreat thing. She don't like you said about the, the you know, she'd already he overheard her saying, didn't she? You know what she said. So anyway, but no, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. But Dave, I've got to talk to you about what I thought was probably. I love when you see the memes and that over the mic drops. You know when you get yeah. these like. <laughs> Barack Obama did it, who I think is a person, is a great person, but the Barack Obama did it with the mic. You've seen it on various shows, mic drop. It's a meme. I'm doing it now like, I, like I've done it on People Day, but you've seen it in like <laughs> award ceremonies, uh, concerts, but I wasn't expecting the mic drop that we got between Tamara and Brent. So obviously Tamara does the yeah. speech. She thanked Brent initially, and then it went south. She just started sort of laying into him, and I thought, oh, you know, she can't help it, can she? She can't help but just belittle him one last time. You know, we need to go on our separate ways, and which I can agree with, they do to go separate ways. She was, she was just being snipey again. And then Brent pulled out Dave, like a Tom and Jerry level of about <laughs> fucking, it was like fucking Bob Dylan, that song, and he just pulled out these cards, and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. It wasn't like one card. It was a fucking best man speech levels of cards. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> and I've got to say, articulated himself in the best way I've ever seen on this show. I thought it was amazing. But when he fucking threw it and went, see ya, I with me and Sam yeah. were going, yes, we were like fucking <laughs> like it was, United had scored a goal or something. That was very rare, Dave. But it was like, was it football? Sam don't watch what I was at football. I was like, get in. I was like, fucking right. <laughs> I thought that was the perfect way to, to shut Tamara up, to be honest. Yeah, it, it was. It was fantastic. And, and have you seen the, um, someone's put up on our Facebook group that, uh, you know, when it's that old footage, isn't it? So there's obviously football playing in a bar. Oh, someone scores a goal and everyone yes. goes nuts. And it's just yeah. this moment with Tamara and Brent. And it does that. And it's so, so perfect. I agree. What an absolutely brilliant put down. I mean, coming to Tamara's speech, I'm convinced she's gone in here with an absolute game plan. She's come in here with her pre-planned excuses of what her husband uh, is, where he's going to fall short. Because it, even if you go back to like week two, and she was going on about, uh, I think you just want someone to look after. And Brent's going nuts. He's like, do I look like a fucking father figure to you? <laughs> you, know, you look like, you know, I'm trying to look after someone. If she'd have said that to someone like, I don't know, maybe a Dion or an Anthony or someone like that, you might have thought oh, maybe she's got a point there, but Brent doesn't come across that way at all. And when she's saying like, just know that you are enough. It's like, he's got this fragile confidence, you know, and he's like, uh, he's, he's been trying to uh, wrestle with his insecurities and stuff. And it's like, look at the guy, you know, as soon as he comes out of this series, he's going to have no problems at all. His DMs are going to be fucking jam-packed full, I imagine. And he doesn't come across like someone who struggles with confidence. Obviously, you know, he had his whole business in Dubai fucking, uh, obviously with the pandemic and everything, he's had to give all that up and, you know, come back to Australia. But that's just circumstance. And and for me, the whole thing was fake as fuck, Tamara, and, you know, didn't buy any of it at all. And it could have been anyone who was stood at the other side of those cards giving that speech. Brent was the only one who was actually trying in that relationship. And, uh, yeah, just brilliant, brilliant speech and loved it. The fact that he walked off, didn't stick around to see what she had to say. It's like, fuck you, we're done. Don't ever need to see you again. Brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> you're, Amazing. you're not, what was it? It was like, you're not God's gift to humanity. So stop acting like it. Fucking <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> it was fucking the best part of this whole series for me. I was like, get in. And I cannot wait for the reunion because then when the interview Tamara, she went, well, I've had other people say that to me and I don't value their opinion either. And I'm like, yeah, and that's because exactly. they told you the truth. Like, McFly. Yeah, exactly. McFly. 
<laughs> they've told you the truth so you need people with you who are enablers who just accept your behavior and that's exactly what yeah. she's obviously got she's got friends who just do not want to speak up i will give olivia's friend a bit of props or a cousin she wasn't having any yeah, messing about i was just thinking about that yeah yeah, yeah you're yeah. right she she was not enabling her. She was saying like, she said, oh, you know what I get like? But like, Olivia was playing it down because she knew for well her cousin's going to say to her, yeah, because you're being fucking stupid. So she was playing that yeah. down slightly. But yeah, she... What was it? What was it? She said something like, uh, something apparently might have slipped out of my mouth or something yeah, like exactly. that. All the yeah. language was softening yes. what actually happened. And her mate was having none of it. Was She, she was like... You did or you didn't say it, you know. Yes. So she knows exactly what she's like. And I, I, again, it just, to me, it solidifies what we've seen is the real Olivia. Yes. You know, because if this is just, they've taken all of the worst bits and put them on the screen just to put everything out of context to create this villain. But no, her mate, who's known her for years, or was it a mate, a cousin, whoever cousin, it was, yeah, cousin. knew exactly what what had happened and she wasn't having anything i agree yeah and i'm sure she's been at the wrong end of that dave and fell out with her on numerous occasions you usually do with family more than anything don't you so um but no what an amazing week mate and we've got the reunion to go i cannot wait for this weekend it's been so good this show i, I honestly this has been top level tv yet again for me yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, you, we saw the little preview for next week. Well, it's going to be Sunday, isn't it? And it's like, oh, it's not done yet. And it, it does look like no one has chilled out in their time out of the experiment. Everyone's come back in and guns are going to be blazing again. So I uh, absolutely can't wait. Top class. Is it just one episode, by the way, Dave? Because I've not looked at it. Is it just one, one and done? <laughs> oh, well, if I'm sure... For last season, there were two reunion episodes. Right, I'll investigate. Because what I'm thinking of doing is doing the old Chris Phelps, where are they now? Because we know, I know what you're talking about. I've oh, seen yeah. stuff on YouTube by mistake. And also, Dave, just out of interest, I know we've got Lovely's Blind to, to cover, but I've actually watched it in sequence with how we're recording it. So I've not watched episode five, but my dear wife last night sat next to me, went, look at these, they're still together. And ruins fucking one of the couples in Love is Blind. And I'm like, and she went, oh, you've not watched it, have you? I went, no. She went, oh, I'm getting confused with maths. I went, oh, well, thanks fucking very much for that, Sam. Really. Well, the remedy for that is you need to pull your finger out and watch that next episode. I think, is it even five or is it four we're at? Uh, five next episode. So, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on it now. Once we've done this, we're on it, aren't we? So let's do it. Um, but anyway, awesome. if you do want to support us, guys, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you do get a chance, get over to your podcast catching app and drop us a review on the show, please. And uh, me and Dave will read it out, good, bad, and the ugly, without a doubt. And if you don't follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So today's roll call of honour, Dave, is Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lou Green, Lauren, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys. And everybody have a great weekend because I cannot wait for Sunday evening now, Dave. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, can't wait. And let's hope that there are two reunion episodes. Um, but if not, it's, it's going to be explosive and I just can't wait. I'm just gutted that, you know, we're going to have to avoid it now. But like I say, we've got Love is Blind to pick up. We've talked about doing um, Temptation Island as a, as a Patreon special. So um, plenty more to come from from us. Without a doubt, guys. So enjoy your weekend, Mr. Horrocks, and I will see you next week for some more maths. Thank you, sir, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. I will speak to you next time. Bye.